What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, hey, all you Blue Jays fans out there, welcome to the Morning Mash here. I am Craig Borden, and as always, I am your host for the Morning Mash here on the Jaybird Watching Gamecast. So, yesterday was a game that got off on the wrong foot, and all sorts of terribleness in the first inning that led to a Blue Jays loss. A um, slight surge with the bats, um, just as many hits as the Los Angeles Angels uh, in this one, where they got nine hits, but not totaling as many runs as the Angels did. But uh, like I said, bad news right off the bat in this one. After the you know one two three first inning for the Blue Jays offense, Aaron Sanchez comes out on the mound and struggled with his control, allowed two hits, and then left the game after just one inning. Um, all accounts at the moment say he's got some kind of a finger thing going on or contusion with his finger. Um, it sounds to me like it might be a short uh, DL stint but, or it might be just a quick one miss outing or something like that. But in the meantime, like I said, he struggled because of this whole thing, allowing two hits, two earned runs in the first inning, walked a batter, and was kind of around the plate but just missing but got a strikeout along the way. Joe Biagini came in in relief and settled things down, actually. For two innings, he allowed just two hits and struck out a pair and uh, was throwing very good. Had some great, solid command on his pitching pitches. I really hope that this builds some confidence for him because I honestly uh, did a facepalm right to my head right uh, when I saw that Biagini was warming up in the first inning. It just kills me that that Joe Biagini is quote-unquote our best option with some of the minor league arms that we have in the system that are currently already on the 40-man roster. <laughs> Ryan Barucki. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just like to see some of these guys get a chance. And one of the guys that got a chance in yesterday's game, Loris Gurriel Jr. batting in the nine spot, two hits, one home run, and the home run was uh, something of beauty in the seventh inning when he hit this long bomb to left center field. He took a solid pitch and just destroyed it, but this is after he had a lot of fouled off a lot of hard pitches and just hung tight in this bat. 
and looked very good at the plate. That uh, little demotion down to the International League, AAA with the Bisons, might have done him some really good stuff to get ready for being a major league player. And I mentioned the R. The run scored. He ran in on a uh, Kendris Morales, I believe. Oh, no, sorry, it's Justin Smoke double. But either way, Loris Gurriel Jr. looked pretty good at space in this last night. So, also looking good, Kendrick continues to be ballpark very impressive so Unfortunately, as I mentioned, the Blue Jays would take the last one. 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 We had to come in and uh, allow just as much problems. <laughs> Finally, calm down. We would take a perfect inning. So, unfortunately, by this point, too, I mentioned they equaled the Angels with hits, but... Usually in a game where you score five runs, you're going to be doing pretty good, but the bullpen and I really let the Blue Jays down in this one as the defense tried to hang tight. So, uh, today, we will close out to the eight that should be defended this game. Uh, the better outing last time, I completely escalate the last innings. It's been doing pretty good for this so far. But three runs and... Nine hits was not quite enough to get the Blue Jays a victory in this. Moving right along, we're going to start talking minor league baseball as the Buffalo Bisons unfortunately took their second straight loss to the Pawtucket Red Sox and a 4-1 to loss on 10 hits by the Red Sox to just six for the Buffalo Bisons was not quite enough to get the job done in this. Sean Reed Foley, after having a few wonderful starts. Uh, got five innings of work in on this one. Seven hits, four earned runs, four walks, as he really struggled with his command in this. Uh, seven strikeouts, though, which is becoming the new regular for him, and it was impressive to see the seven strikeouts, but the one home run that really led to the big problems was a little rough for watching for uh, a former Blue Jays farmer was the home run for the Sox. I think he's got a great arm. I really hope the Blue Jays find a way to hold on to him and keep him in the system. Solid depth and can kind of swing her to a rotation or uh, he's got that length in his arm. Obviously, he pitched three innings yesterday and he kind of kept the Bisons in this game. Offensively, as Darnell Sweeney aboard the by Roddy Lez, as the is out, they batting in the third the only So, not too much to talk about in this game. Bruce McGuire did steal his first base, and so did Anthony Eighth. Alfred appears to have his legs on him. The New Hampshire Fisher Cats had the day off, so we're going to continue moving right along. So here, uh, the baby freshers had just missed coming back in this one. Um, but they scored two runs in the ninth inning to really get back into this. Kevin Smith 
was the hero in the ninth inning of getting them back into the game. A two-run run since the Blue Jays, which is just slightly insane. He's been barely with the team over a month, you know. His rise right now is very emulating what the Bush did last year. He's since figured out how to make it look more ridiculous in video game-like over last month, and we look forward to getting more out of him. And Kevin's mentioned is the second cutting talent for the Toronto Blue Jays. Nash Knight would also pick up two hits, and so would Jesse Roswell. And it would be close for the Blue Jays to coming back. They scored all their runs after six or after, and had the most place with their runs strikeouts. Nick Fishman would come in just to add one more run, and then Jackson McClellan would go for the fifth run of the uh, Clearwater Threshers' day. But... Angel Hordorma would just get saddled with his fourth loss of the season, regardless of the fact that he then saddled with plenty of luck on the mound for him. And just a little... Joshua plus RBI in a sack, flying that Edward Pacific runs. The Lansing Lugnuts can do it. They're serious against the Great Lakes Loons at the end of the last weekend here. And they're 44 and 27 on the year. Just insanely impressive for the Lansing Lugnuts, who had already secured a playoff spot. And playoff offense near the top. Uh, that's again, you know, picked up two and three and two. Was already also had a walk. And like I mentioned, had a horrendous start. He was a too good approach at the plate to be having that kind of luck. It's a lot of good, you know, finds a way out basically. Three, four. And actually, it was a home run short of the cycle. This game, uh, RBIs and a run scored. Brock Lopez, um also had some bats to open singles, and uh, we'll pick up the other RBI here in the victory on the mound. <sighs> Wait, I can't remember. I gotta look up. And apparently my phone is going to completely like out on me here, everybody, so pause. All right, after a quick phone start, we are re- we are back and rebooted here, and I'll get back to the Mary Lansing Lugnuts news. Sorry for the technical difficulties, everybody. Matt Gunter would have the start for the Lansing Lugnuts and pitch three and a third, three earned runs on seven hits, unfortunately four walks as well. Kind of a rough outing for him, and hopefully he'll improve in his next one. He had a good start in his first outing. Brandon Bochy would come in, two and two-thirds from him, three hits, and didn't allow any walks, no runs, five strikeouts for Bochy. Pretty solid outing for him out of the bullpen. Kyle Weatherly continues to be pretty um, impressive over the late. Two innings of work from him, no earned runs, and a strikeout on one hit. And then Matt Shannon would eventually be credited with the win as the Lansing Lugnuts walk this one off in the fourth in the tenth inning. Very impressive performance. The um, Nelson Ganino sacrifice bunt <laughs> was what ended up scoring Reggie Pruitt to walk this off. Very impressive, giving his uh, teammate uh, Matt Shannon the win as the Lansing Lugnuts, as I mentioned, continue to just run all over the Midwest League and just crush everybody. So... Solid, solid performance from them again. So, everybody, that wraps our fun with news and everything here. 
Um, I do have to mention that Steve Pierce is supposedly going to be activated before tonight's game. Uh, there's going to be plenty of roster moves if Aaron Sanchez also is going to be heading to the disabled list or whatnot. Sam Gavilio is also supposed to be coming off his paternity leave. Um, after last night, I really hope that Lourdes Gurriel Jr. is hanging out and staying with the major league clubs. I really think they just need to be trucking him out there. The big problem is, is where do you put him? Uh, Kyle uh, Kendris Morales is finally hitting, so moving Solarte to that DH spot or allowing Gurriel to DH is not going to happen, even though he can play third. Uh, Elasmus Diaz is playing very, very well at shortstop. And then Devin Travis has also been a, on a surge lately. So where do you put him in the infield? I really hope they figure something cr- clever out and get a way to give uh, Loris Gurriel Jr. some at-bats. If not, maybe this is the reason that they can use some of this to trade some of these guys near the trade deadline as throw-in players. I really am hoping that somebody can sneak in uh, something with the catching philosophy right now. And uh, maybe if Jay Happ gets traded, you take Luke Maley as a throw-in so he has a comfortable catcher with him at the new location, and you bring up Danny Jansen. I really hope something like this starts igniting the fact that uh, minor league players are getting to the point where it's getting ridiculous to leave them in the minor leagues. They need that shot. They need that challenge. And I'd rather have it in a fledgling season like this when we're dancing below 500 than next year when we could possibly be putting out a solid lineup and crushing things for the American League East period. I really think there's that much talent in the system that it could be that quick of a turnaround if you actually give some of these kids a chance. So, if you're looking for tickets out there and you're in the Canadian area, (laughs) in the country somewhere, don't forget to head over to seatgiant.ca. You can use the uh, code JBIRD and get yourself a discount, 5% off whatever your order may be. Hopefully that's enough to walk up the taxes of your ticket prices and whatnot. So, other things, hit those subscribe buttons. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Google Podcasts now, along with pretty much anywhere you can get your podcast fun from, Spotify being the one exception at the moment. So don't forget to join us here every weekday morning. We'll also make sure we bring you all your news. We're going to have an article on South of the Six this weekend, probably about the what I think is going to be your 2019 Toronto Blue Jays as of the moment before the trade deadline. Peace out, everybody. Go Blue Jays. And hopefully the changeup is dancing for Estrada tonight. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.